Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Broadcasting from the World Wide Web, it's Big Fat Winners Radio. I don't want your money. I want your bookies' money, man. Come on, man. Sitting across from the edge, Big Fat Winners, Tuesday, September 1st. We are here. It is football. We can't even believe it. The opening game Saturday night, we're 1-0 in college football. We gave it Central Arkansas minus four. Winner! Winner. And, again, I normally wouldn't have done that game, but I did a bunch of research on that game, and Central Arkansas had... 18 to 21, 18 of their 21 starters were coming back. Austin P, who they beat at Austin P last year, 24 to 16, lost about 75% of their rushing attack. So I thought it was a solid play. It ended up winning. Uh, and it was actually fun. You know what? There was 2,000 people or so in the stands. I'll be honest. I didn't notice much of a difference between that game and when you watch those Thursday night Matt, games, right. it, yeah, I didn't notice much of a difference at no, all. I thought it was, be I thought it was good. I think it's going to be, be fun. fun. Hey, they, that was a misleading score. I thought they were clearly the better team, but that'll be the last time I probably watch and focus on them. Other than although they, the although they, game. well, they play this Thursday. Right. There will be, there will be a line on that. UAB's loaded again, got, got their quarterback coming back. Got a lot of people coming back. And so then we'll, Thursday they play Miami. The following Thursday. Right, the following week, Thursday. Yeah, a week away. They now, play Miami. So correct. we want them to pummel Arkansas so that the spread might be a little more favorable when they go get housed by Miami. Look, the bottom line is we got the fatty payback coming back. It's going to come back next weekend. We'll go over all the details then. It's the best way for you guys to capitalize on our picks. We win. You win. Everybody wins. And it's just, we're going to do it every week starting next weekend. And it's it's literally like our best play of the weekend. Every weekend you guys are getting, it's going to be unbelievable. So it starts next week. What about what about the golf? Did you watch? Oh, the golf was incredible. I know when we have the papa on in a little bit, he'll want to talk about the golf. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not old enough to remember watching a ton of golf. I've only probably watched, actually cared about golf for maybe three years or so. Um, other than when Spieth plunked it at the masters over and over, it seemed like, and just blew that lead. That's the, and, and, uh, and Tiger winning at the masters. That's the most memorable thing I've ever seen in golf for a guy to bang a ridiculous putt, to push it to extra holes. And then on the extra hole, the other guy to bang an even more ridiculous putt. You got to see the video words. I saw justice. Yeah, 66 footer for uh Rom is what won it is what won it. I believe. Yeah. Just nuts. It's not straight at all. Oh, it was more. It was, it was, cra- it was crazy. That, that was a crazy, but that was a great, that was a great day in general. You had the NBA that day. I I've, uh, I'm not giving as many of the NBA plays lately. I might give I might give Toronto today. I just think they'll bounce back. It's kind of it's basically a pick 'em. 
Um, I've been doing really well in the WNBA, just on fire. I mean, I did have a little bit of a hiccup this weekend, but overall, I still picked the, the football game and then came back last night with Chicago, who just just buried Indiana. Um, I do like Toronto today, and I'll, I'll be honest, I can see Denver closing it out tonight. Closing, I know. Down, down three one days ago or so. You Crazy. wouldn't have, you wouldn't have thought that. And then, of course, last night you had the just disaster in what is Westbrook. See. You're a lot higher on Westbrook than me. You just are. And no, in general, we've, we've oh, talked I definitely about am. I don't know. I mean, I'm not making excuses for him, but I don't know if he rushed it back or what. E- either way, we'll, we'll probably get into that game a little more. But what's important to me is while we're talking about how hot you've been in basketball, we still have two prop bets alive. The Lakers to win it all and the Lightning to win it all, which I have been on and you've been a part of. We I've been saying it from day one. Lightning NHL before playoffs started in either of them because we had plenty of time to discuss. Lightning, Lakers, winner, winner. I Lightning think pulled it out I, in OT against the Bruins. Lakers have been dominant. Well, the Lakers, I think, are going to get are going to have their trouble against the Clippers when they get there. Um, I don't think either team is going to. I mean, again, Clippers sometimes they. They show up and then they don't. If Paul George plays well, the Clippers and the Lakers will meet in the in the Western Conference Finals. Um, as far as the hockey goes, I'm more disappointed that the Avalanche got down three one. They did win last night six to three, but they're still down three to two with an elimination game coming up. Little surprised at that, but yeah, I can see the Lightning winning it. Look, I, hockey is the same to me in many ways as baseball from the standpoint of a hot goaltender in hockey. I don't care how good your team is or not. You get a, a smoking hot look. St. Louis did it last year. St. Louis rode rode their goaltender right yep. to the champ, won the whole damn thing. Well, look at the Caps. Hope he couldn't have been hotter. That's what I mean. And 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 it's the same in baseball. It's like everyone's already basically given the Dodgers the uh, getting to the World Series coming out of the uh, of their division and and the National League. And I'm t- I'm telling everyone, p- pump your brakes. You don't know what's going to happen in baseball. They 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 th- even if their pitchers are dominant. And they don't hit the ball in the playoffs, and a team gets hot. We've seen it a million times in baseball, where a wild card comes out and wins the whole damn thing. So, well, in baseball, as as I always will point out, the rest of the year, just like the NFL, have expanded their playoffs this year, and it's both going to be a diluted product. But that's a, I mean, I'll work on that enough. We'll talk about that once we get into the playoffs. When I'll talk about that all year because I can't stand it. Well, and when a team with a losing record, I I said out of the sixteen team, I still think I'll be close. I think six. Out of the sixteen teams in the playoffs, I think I think my my guess was six that six would be under five hundred. Now, if one of those teams wins it, then it'll just prove my point that you know it is what it is in baseball. Football's just not. I know that you've had the Giants come out as the wild card a couple of times, but in general, in general, football is not like that in college or the pros. It's just not. If you add more games, it will be. They're adding more games. You mean the NFL? Well, yeah. I mean, unless I'm unless I'm doing some fuzzy math, I believe the a new wild card team would have to win an extra game to win a Super Bowl, and vice versa. They're adding, are they just adding teams? Or I mean, they have to add more games. I don't. I have to re- remember how they're doing it. But I, I'm so disgusted. Just to be honest, I'll be honest. I'm so disgusted by it. I haven't even researched it because it's not going to make me any money. I don't care. I know the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East. That's the only prop bet I'm taking. As far as a team win total, whatever, I'm taking them, and that's it. So I don't need well, to know the playoff shenanigans. Here's the good news. We'll bring the pop in shortly. The good news is this, though. The virus is slowing down. 
the numbers, which is fantastic for us for college football. We know that there's games that are kicking off all over the country this weekend. We know that next Thursday there's even more, and next Saturday there's even more. And the bottom line is college football is back, and that is, like you said, you and I were thinking we we weren't even, you know, we were up, we were down with it, but things are calming down a bit, and I got news for you. The ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12, they'll do what it takes if they have to shut down for a couple days like NC State and this and that, but they come right back. NC State has shut down their campus, but their football is rolling it. So um, and that's going to happen in other places. And the most interesting thing to me, like I said, is when they do kick off, when they do kick off and you're in the Big Ten and you're in the Pac-12 and you're watching, boy, I can't even believe what's going to happen there. Can't even well, believe it. Moving forward on the rest of the shows for everybody out there, just to give them a heads up, now that football is really kicking into gear, the only time we'll be talking really anything other than football is to open the show. We'll start with NBA. We'll start with NHL. Um, we'll start with whatever's going on, golf, whatever. But after the beginning of the show, we are all football. Yeah, like today we're each going to give one play. Like starting next week, we'll be we'll be back to giving our three plays because next week you'll actually have the NFL week one as well, which is Thursday nights to kick off. We'll do the show on Tuesday, Thursday nights to kick off. And next week also on the 12th, of September, we're also going to do start our Saturday morning quick, be 15 to 20 minutes. We're going to do it each week, and it's really going to get cranking once things really crank up another week or so after that. But we're still going to do the show starting every Saturday. We'll have the fatty payback. It's going to be cash money. So on that note, I think we bring the papa in. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So you're a tough guy, like you're really rough guy. Just can't get enough. That's right. We got the papa in. What's up, dog? What up? What's up? I got myself a uh, vodka Red Bull right now. I in my deep, my deep Eddie Yeti right there. See? We got the papa. We got Skippy. We got the Edge. Picking fatties. We've got, he's got the deep Betty going. Hey, how was your, because we never talked. I didn't even ask you this off the air. How was um, Nashville? Knoxville. Not Knoxville. Knoxville. Knoxville's nice. First time I've ever been there. Did she love it? Um, Yeah, she liked it a lot. I don't know if she loved it. She's still kind of torn between uh, Virginia Tech and UT, but uh, we'll see. I mean, it's, it takes about six and a half, seven hours to get down there, so it's kind of deep. But we I mean, went, we went and moved in uh, Mad Dog on uh, last Friday, so we were in Blacksburg for two days. So it kind of cut the trip in half, and then it took three and a half hours to get to Knoxville. Yeah, they, I mean, for- they got a nice downtown area, a lot of nice bars and restaurants. The stadium is money. Neyland Stadium, my God, it's like the Coliseum, dude. You walk, you go under this bridge, says University of Tennessee on this bridge, and then it's like boom. Neyland Stadium is the first thing you see when you go on campus. It's, it's massive. Right on the Tennessee River. It's nice. You got, well, you, what do they hold, 100? 110? Got to be at least 100. Yeah, it's got to be enough. The other the other thing is, I mean, for you personally, of course you'd rather her go to Tech. You have both <laughs> kids right there. I know. That's I, where you're going to move. That's where you're going to move soon. Yeah, but I don't know. It's, it's going to be harder for her to get into Tech. I mean, maybe the legacy thing helps, but it'll be harder. It's a harder school to get into. What? She's not a dum-dum. She can get in there. 
She's not a dumb dumb, but it's hard, man. You, I mean, these she ain't, are, hey, she ain't a rocket scientist either. Is she? <laughs> you come, you come out of Northern Virginia, you better have a four zero, and you better have twelve hundred on the SATs minimum, or you got no shot. So, so Tennessee's easier to get in, huh? That's it's it's crazy how that stuff works. Like well, Col- I mean, Colorado State's so easy to get in. I think on average it is, but who knows now after this all this BS. Hey, how about this? Bailey takes her, so we dropped her off last. So it's been. Uh, basically two weeks, the last, so two weeks ago, to, two weeks ago today, she took the test, you know, they had to, you had to take a test for the virus. You have to take right, the test right. before you go. So she takes the test on Tuesday when she gets there, Right. They, they don't give it back her results back until Saturday, this past Saturday. So 10 wow. days. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, and of course it was negative, but what if it wasn't negative? Are you, can you actually trace Everyone, my daughter. Well, how stupid, it's, how it's stupid silly. are those? How dumb are those people running that university? <laughs> oh, it's, but it's like you, you don't understand. It's so different all over the country. It's just hilarious. Like, well, okay, but if they thought that it would be a seven to ten turnover, then you take right. the test seven to ten days before. Of course, we would have. I wouldn't have cared. I would have taken her anywhere to do it. But they said originally that it was going to be right away. And then when she took it, she's. They're like, mm, I think we have a backlog of about a week. Like, did you not think that was going to happen, you simpletons, when everyone shows up at once? Dumb dumbs. These right. are the people. These are the people that make decisions in our country. Dumb dumbs. Unbelievable. Is that a red or a blue state? Colorado. I don't know. Our governor is a poo poo, and so I don't. Oh, really you know. don't know if your governor is a Democrat or Republican? Um, I think he's a re- no. He's a. Re- our, I think our governor is a Republican, but I just think our state will go legal weed in a red state. No way. Yeah, maybe he is a Democrat. You know what? I don't know. Y'all don't cannot like be Republican. I don't care. I no don't way. really care what Colorado. Colorado's going to, to poo poo anyway. Boulder's dicey. Denver's going south. Everything. I mean, do I got to look it up while we're doing the pod? You can if you want. I don't know. I don't care. I could care less. Bill Ritter. That his name, Bill Ritter. No, the governor is Polis. He likes the Polis. Hold on. Well, how do you spell his last name? I think it's P-O-L-I-S. But Bill, I don't know. Bill Polis? No. Is it Ron Polis? I don't know. I can't remember. How do you not know who your governor is? Because I honestly don't care about my state right now or okay. anymore. All right. Is it Polis? It's Polis. Just look up the governor of Colorado. It'll pull him up. Jared Polis. Yeah, Jared Polis. Right. He sounds nutty. He's such a damn. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, he's a damn. He's a damn. But which is what I thought. But but again, you got Boulder. You've got Boulder. You've got Denver. El Paso County, where I live, is probably the only county that will go red. Everything. Yeah, the edge is down there in in Redland. Oh, so red. It couldn't be more red down here. All it's red down cool. there. A bunch of red boys. Hey, they're I, playing football everywhere. Yeah, they got, I, My son's hey. been out there training his ass off. Hey, I was watching, I was watching um, Alabama. Yeah, I watched that football over the weekend. Nice. It was pretty good. Pretty good game. I mean, I've only watched about a quarter, but there were games on. There were high school football games on ESPN the entire weekend, live from Alabama, other places. That it's just to me the whole thing with football is insane. What we're seeing, we're seeing. Like we like out here in Colorado, we have no because right up the street from me is one of the best. I think he's a top. He's probably a top ten or fifteen receiver in the nation, and he uh-huh. lives he lives on my street. And 
he doesn't he goes to i'm trying to think what does he go to palmer ridge either way oh, what's, his he, name? what's his name i don't know his name it's I just, not the rifleman no 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 but he's he's apparently he's really good anyway he signed with cu and then he changed his mind and went to uh, boise boise okay. state but he's he was a junior last year i think he caught I don't know, 95 balls for 1,200 yards. He's pretty good in, in his He should conference. decommit from them because, well, the first school he was going to go to, they're not playing. Second school he's going to go to, not playing. He should say, since you didn't play, I'm decommitting. Well, I'm going, no, I'm going right. ACC or I'm going Big 12. No, here's the thing, though. That he's, only, he's going into his senior year. They're not playing high school football in Colorado until the spring. I know because it's a blue state. Right, and my well, buddy – my buddy who just got a scholarship um, to CSU Pueblo, which is one of the better D2, they put NFL guys out constantly, one of the better D2 programs in the country. He got some he got some help to go there. Either way, the point is they're not playing now. They're not playing until – they don't even know if they are playing still today, but they think there's no championship in his conference, and they think they're playing in the spring. And I try, I try to tell my buddy because it's his son. I'm like, dude, because he and I coach together. I'm like – the spring out here is a fiasco to try and play football. Not going to work. I mean, can you imagine trying to practice in January? Yeah, yeah. And out here, it's it's sixty mile an hour winds. I mean, it's a fiasco down there. I think that's what they say. That's their plan. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't it's think they're going to show. They're just going to nix it. Yeah, they can't. I, because no, logistically, I, it doesn't work. It just doesn't. Correct. Work. Correct. And that's why the Big Ten and the uh, the Big Ten is their credibility is out the window because they're all over the place. But now. Since they're getting pressure from hell, they're even getting pressure from Trump. Trump's talking to the Big Ten, I guess today, yep. trying to push them. Anyway, so um, they're, they're they're all over the place. First of all, they you know they released the schedule, and then six days later they say ah, they presidents voted twelve to two not to play, which is a lie, by the way. They never voted. And then now they're saying, okay, let's do a spring season. Now they may play in to start in Thanksgiving. Think about the ridiculousness how, of that statement. How stupid, is, how stupid is that? We know that we know that they're talking about the player safety, and we know that of all times to start a season, just between the fact that we're going to have the flu, and we know that the virus will be, if it's going to be raging, it's going to be raging like hell at well, that point. So you know the they're not. The smart part play. of it is the bubble part you're not talking about, which is at Thanksgiving all the kids go home except for the football players, which is what I've tried to tell people who didn't play football. You can't speak like you know what you're talking about if you can't relate to it. Football <laughs> players don't go home. Right. For everybody know, on Twitter, I've tried to tell them I played. I know, but do you realize we to go home? We had to stay with the team. So what does that create? A do you bubble. realize what? A bubble. Right. Do you realize that Poopy High School, when the Rifleman, if he played your high school, what I would have done to you? Do you realize that? <laughs> The you move would have been I eligible. Are you kidding me? The move, the spin move I would have put on you to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that Lamar? Oh, no, that's Skippy. <laughs> that's your right for me. Hey, but seriously, though, I'm golfing. <laughs> I was golfing uh, this past weekend, and the guy's wife, we, we got stuck with some members. The guy's wife is a bowl represent, something related to the bowl games. She had to fly out on a last-minute thing because they were having some meeting. He didn't know much about it, but – I found out that there's a Myrtle Beach Bowl, and I will be there at Coastal Carolina. Had no idea there is a Myrtle Beach Bowl. I will be there, and I told him right to his face, "You tell your wife you played with the greatest college football handicapper to ever live." <laughs> That's right. Word That's for right. word, I told him that. His jaw dropped. I said, "BigFatWinnersLive.com, baby, check it out." Oh, he watches this. 
It's it is the edge. It. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I I don't get any of it. All I know is we're excited because football. Now I will say excited we're both, not the word. Wait a minute. Both, how, I can't believe how excited we were for a Central Arkansas Austin P game. No, wait winner. a minute. Wait a minute. There was let's, a winner. Yeah. Let, let's let's call it like it is. Both of you. Two. That was a poo game. Poo. Oh, terrible game. But wait, hey, we're one to know when the three of us are on a game. I didn't listen. I didn't think it was a horrible game at all. I enjoyed oh, watching the, it. The Braylon Smith kid was terrible in the first half. He's throwing kicks everywhere. That was a that was a bad that was a bad he, game. He was the end. Of, I in fact I didn't even watch the beginning. I just watched the end. The ending of the game was actually good. I didn't oh, yeah, notice he got hot. And I didn't notice a difference without the fans. It looked like a Maction game, a regular Thursday right. night where no one shows up. But in all fairness, both out of the three of us, you two said that there will never be college football this year, both of you. And I said, 100% guarantee there would be. And so who's I happier was... right now? Me? I'm happy. Oh, I'm so happy. I couldn't be happier. And I think, I and I'll tell you I this. I'm going to tell you this. I didn't think there was going to be college By football. Way, I said that hoping I was going to be wrong. The Me CD, too. the CDC, who could care less about, they, we know they don't like Trumpy boy. Why don't the we C- just go political? Let, let's no, 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 no. Just here. listen to me. Listen to me. You this know, is all I said. It all has to do. Like to do. Come on. What are you talking about? I'm talking about. Fo- it has to do with football. This is I'm why football is going on. I'm just giving you a hard time. The CDC said that out of that out of all the deaths from the virus, that ninety, that's only six percent of the people did not have at least two comorbidity issues beforehand. Two. What's, what's the mean? other stat? That oh, means they had underlying health conditions. They had underlying health conditions. They had at least two. Maybe they had diabetes. They were fat or they had diabetes. They had diabetes. They had heart issues. They had this. They had that. The point is, the point is, a lot of the people – the reason it's good for just from saying from a football standpoint is it's just like at Alabama, they had 1200 students test positive. None of them are hospitalized. And what, what I think is happening and the numbers are starting to go down in the country and not that's everywhere, important. but in a lot of places. And that's important for but, college football, for us to have a normal life. Well, what's the other politics, CDC stat we've been talking about for months? And we're not trying to make light of any deaths, but the point is what is the, the number one stat we've preached for, Months now, I have the CDC. Last I checked, less than 400, and I know it's still 400, but less than 400 from the age of birth at zero, one day old to 24, 24 years old. No, I know less than 400. So, what are we doing trying to protect college kids who do not get to go home? The football players, and most I don't know, I'll tell you why. Because, well, it is political, and these schools, these presidents and chancellors, if one kid ages you know 18 to 22 one kid dies it's on their watch then they're done ski i'm telling you they're just terrified because of that one well and i and i understand that and the bottom line is um i my my gut feeling is i think it's going to die down for a while as far as the numbers i think that 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 the sec the acc the big 12 are going to kick off these other conferences and I think if they monitor it properly on school, we've already seen in campuses all over the country what kids are doing. I mean, they're doing slip and slide in North Carolina. They're having orgies at other schools. I mean, that's what they do. They get together. Oh, yeah, this is what pisses me off is that – so Virginia Tech goes back to school, right, last Friday or maybe you know a couple days before that. They all were required to, to take tests, all right, so there were – now, the, the ones that were required required to take tests were the kids on campus, that were living on campus. 
but a lot of kids living off campus also took tests. Anyway, so there were 11,000 tests, okay? 11,000 tests, 178 positives. What's that percentage? Like one. Less, less than 2%. So Definitely the, less than the, two. Yeah. But the, but, the, but the media focuses on the number of positives, not the percentage. And that's what gets me pissed. Well, and not well, just that. How many of those watch. were? How many of those might have been false positives? And that's and that has nothing to do with the media. That just has to do with the testing themselves. We we it came it came out in the NFL. There was one lab. I don't know how many. And I it's know, not like all, seventy-seven and it, false positives. Yeah, the and, media and, is all which what you watch. So I mean, Fox is just outnumbered. I mean, they're the only real. Well, yeah, but, you know, so, so it's not fair. I mean, but it is what it is. I mean, it, not it, it I, is, I like look, either side. I, it's just it yeah, is what I'm, it is. I'm done with all of it. I'm done with the politics of it. I don't like any of it. I don't know if I like anybody <laughs> anymore. I don't even hey, like. I don't. We're, literally, as we're speaking, and this isn't even live. My dad texts me over the odds right now. Trump is now the favorite at minus 118. Yeah. He had been the underdog for over 45 days. Oh, right now he's yeah, he's minus 118. So he is the favorite now. Biden's minus 104, but I mean that um you know well, me that's and him because, looking of the, at that's because of the looters and the rioters and the violence in all these cities. That's exactly what's Just from a gambling aspect. Losing. Yeah, but from a gambling aspect, I mean, you know, it's I'm not, not touching it. I'm not touching it. I, I wouldn't either no, necessarily. I either. You know why I wouldn't touch it? It's to me it's like a futures play. Because I don't believe that there's a chance in hell that we'll know anything until months, who knows yeah. when. And I, all I care about is a fags. Right. I, I just want. I need. Norm, look. Look. I'm going to say this. Skippy's not built for pandemics. My mindset. It's not great. It's uh, not great. How I'm many not, people are? I know, but I'm. I'm even more. I mean, my personality. I'm fine. Just, well, as long I'm as not. there's college football, I'm fine. So. So real quick, <laughs> it doesn't even phase me now. Yeah, but it's an abbreviated season, kinda. It's it's partial conferences. You know, there's, I, not, there's not full schedules. I, I, I know, and it really hurt me because I love the interconference. Like I was dying to see Alabama play USC, but but then I look, I pulled it up on ESPN, and I saw 16 weeks, and I thought to myself, man, even if it's really only 14 full weeks. I will knock that out the park. Well, I thought it was going to be eight this. weeks, maybe five weeks. You know, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if there was going to be any weeks. Yeah, but see, here's I'm, the deal. This is the difference between us, all right? So I look at the schedule this weekend, and I see, I don't know, what, what is their total? Starting Thursday, was it about 10 games? Yeah. Okay. Whatever it is. We need it's about three winners. It's right. It's Labor Day weekend. There should be a full schedule yeah. of games, starting from Thursday all the way through Monday. Okay, you got Navy and BYU. Better than but, Christmas. You should have a full schedule, game day out somewhere, you know, and then they call it week zero, right? It's supposed right. to be week zero. Week zero is when I go to Maryland, like I am, and I pick my fantasy team with my pops that we've done forever. Oh, well, week zero would have been last yeah. week. Week oh, zero week, was so Saturday, bro. Okay, so like last year, for example, I'm picking the draft. Howard is getting just annihilated by Maryland. I mean, just shenanigans all over. I'm picking my players. It's the greatest time of year. Me and Scott are talking about how Air Force is going to pummel whoever they played they did. I mean, you just remember that stuff. And this year, I didn't even know if we were going to have it at all. So I'm going to make the best of it. I know you are, and I like the positivity. But my point is – It's not the same. It's not the same. you got no, 10 games. There should be – there, was, there should be 60 games. Yeah. And the difference between me and you two is you just want to pick two or three fatties and make money and put thousands on it. I, I want to bet 
20 to $30 on about 40 games. Well, the reason the college football is the best is because of what you're saying is you get such a big menu. And what I do is I write them down every week, all every single game from the Citadel to whoever. And I cross them off like the stock market and I pick stock fatties, but it's really football. Right. I mean, we're just on a different page when it comes to that. That's why having less bucks is the point. We're on, we're on a different, we're on a different page, all of us, but here's what one thing I can say. I I can almost guarantee. I I totally disagree with you. I think there's two good games this week. We'll get into those in a second. I am guaranteeing that you and I, me and you, the edge and the skip will have our best year ever this year in college football. Number one, number two, number two, I am so excited that there's just, because for me, it's about, and I know it, Jason and I are normally on the phone at 635 my time in the morning on Saturday. He'll yeah. call. It's almost, it's barely light out. My time. Christina Barnes. Yeah. He'll, he'll, te- <laughs> he'll text me and say, are you up? And I'll be like, barely. Yep. I'm up. Because, well, that's not true. Usually during football season, I'll get up at 536 my time. Cause I'm getting ready to give my plays out and it's a quiet time for me. He'll text me. We'll talk about all the games. And then yeah. we'll talk. We'll talk five more times before the noon games. Five oh, more times. You have to. You have he's to. Got, and he's, then we'll talk at halftime of the noon games. Noon games. Then, he's got twenty-eight plays going in the first game, the first weekend of the first. He's a sick bastard. I love it. All right. What about this? We'll get back to football in a second. Right. NBA playoffs. Well, hold on. Why don't we just stick with college football and then we'll get to the other sports? Let's not bounce around right. too. All right, college football with the game. The one game that, I'll tell you what, the one game that really intrigues me, I don't love any of these matchups really, but just the ones that kind of jumped out at me were Arkansas State, Memphis, and then um, the Middle Tennessee State Army game. And the reason I really lean Army out of all of the games, they're laying about three, is because Middle Tennessee State was terrible last year. Now, Army wasn't good either, but, that, but their quarterback got hurt. Hopkins got hurt. Remember? Um, so they threw in a, a couple backups. Now, those backups obviously had all the offseason uh, practice and the reps. And I just think that Army's offense is just difficult to prepare for opening week, especially for a team that gave up a ton of points. And Middle Tennessee State, I'm sorry, man. What did they have? Four wins last year? They just weren't very good. They got to travel to West Point. Um, that's not an easy place to play. Um, I just think Army, I'm not, I guess I'm kind of giving my pick right here, but I just think Army only laying three, even though they're kind of they're down from where they were last year in terms of their, their returning starters. But I think that Army is just more disciplined, and I just think it's going to be difficult for Middle Tennessee State to handle that offense. So I, I, the one game I kind of like is Army. I don't like Middle Tennessee in this game. I mean, the line has dropped. I think it opened at Army minus five or five and a hook. I'm shocked that I'm watching it drop. Now, Army did not have a great year last year, like you said. Yeah. Stock still, Stock still, the coach of Middle Tennessee. His son finally was gone. They had a new quarterback last year. He's pretty high on this kid coming back. They're going to throw the ball, Middle Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Army, Army lost a ton on defense, but I still think like you – Army, Army is, and, and they were very, very uncharacteristically undisciplined last year. They put the ball on the ground twice as many times and lost twice as many fumbles, I believe, as they did the year before. It was yeah. just an off year. I'm looking for Munkin to turn that around. 
and is that who it is? Coach Munkin, right? Yeah, Coach, just, yeah. yeah. I'm looking for him to turn things around. I'm just confused as to why somebody's loving because it's too early in the year. That's a big move for the first week, especially on the road for that to drop from five and a half to three. Somebody's mm-hmm. loving Middle Tennessee, and may, but I'm with you on that. I can't That's fine. Go they can love them. They can they can love them. I mean, I don't I don't really understand how. I mean, it's tough to obviously handicap these games um, when you know that the offseason was so screwed up. Oh, it's going to be tough, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, And this is a team that I don't think this O'Hara kid was very good for for Middle Tennessee State. So I'm just telling you, if I'm going to lean any game, I like Army, especially if I can get it at three or less. I like it. Edgy boy, what do you got? I mean, I like that, but I I think it's actually going to be – Talk to me now. I don't what think do it's going to be that hard. I, like, for example, I think UAB is going to house Central Arkansas. Their, their running back coming back, Spencer Brown, is going to be the best player on the field. Um, and I think he'll run all over Central Arkansas. Um, well, also, remember, Central Arkansas just played Saturday. This is a right. short week for them. Right. And they, did, they, weren't great right against the, they weren't great against the run in that game. Um, and then, by the way, that's an FCS school playing an FBS school. Yeah, but you don't need – what's the number? Week. On the what's road. What's the number? It's what's 14 the number? and a half. Yeah, I love that. But what do we always say about those games? If you think they're going to only win by 14, you shouldn't be touching it. You want them to win by – I mean, that's a game I could see UAB literally winning by 30 and nobody be shocked. If it's 45 to 14, you're not going to say, wow, they won by 31. You're going to be like, yeah, they hammered them. Well, yeah. and here's right. what we know. We know we know Central Arkansas throws it a lot, and we know UAB likes to run it, and we know UAB has a lot of kids back on defense. I mean, UAB – if you look at the conference prediction, yeah, they got nine offense and nine defensive yeah, starters. Back. They're they're predicted to finish first on their side of the division right. in Conference USA. Right, that's I a terrible line. That's a terrible line. Um, I'm surprised, but we, but we but we should be putting more emphasis on the fact that an FCS school right is playing short on week. a short week against a big time school. That is. I just yeah. love it. I love this game. Hey, and the one big thing that's going to be different for me this year is after this week and including the Central Arkansas game, I have access finally after four or five years searching to go back and watch every single – we got hooked up with one of our NFL scout boys who had a link that I paid for. I can watch every single – all 22 of any college game within the week that it happened. So that's, that's going to be awesome to look at these. Because think about really it. Cool. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, and how could, if you wanted to watch the whole, let's say, Eastern Kentucky versus Marshall game, how are you going to watch? If it's not televised, you're never going to be. So for cappers out there to say, oh, I, I can pick this winner and that winner, it's hard, man. Now it's going to be a lot easier for us. What's your name? The Edge. That's, that's what right. you're giving us, man, the Edge. I think hey, the game- I got to hear the two big games that you like, that you said are big games, because I think you're insane. Well, BYU Navy is a is a is probably the biggest game because it's on Labor Day night, um, and you know it's two FBS schools. And BY, BYU's got some kids back. They love their quarterback. Yeah, but Navy. I don't like this. I don't like the Zach Wilson kid. He wasn't that good last year. I didn't think he had a couple no. nice games. But Navy is uh, replacing one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in school history. Right. But it's at Navy. That's a, I'm telling you. Even though there's, there will be no fans, that's a tough place to yeah. play in Annapolis. I'm driving down to Maryland last year, first big wager of the year, and Wilson poos his pants, and Utah just pummels them. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you just kind of remember things like that because leading up to that game on the show, we're saying, hey, this kid had one incompletion his last game he played or whatever. He gets out there, gets boat raced by Utah. So it's hard for me to trust him, and it's hard for me to trust Navy without knowing what their quarterback's going to be like this year. 
The game yeah. I the game I like that's on Saturday is I'm gonna have to do a little more research on the Memphis Arkansas because because that's got makings of Bobo showing up and <laughs> Bobo, Bobo bringing his family, but I gotta look at the Arkansas State team and some of the losses they had on both sides of the ball. They lost at least one NFL kid, possibly two. I just gotta look that up. The game I do like I th- I do think SMU could absolutely just decapitate Texas State, just pummel them. They got Bushell back. It's their se- it's his second year in Sunny Dyke system. I think they have eight guys back on offense. They've got six or seven guys back on a defense that wasn't great. But let's be honest, Texas State's terrible, horrible, horrible on both sides of the ball. Tyler, is it Vidi? I can't remember his last name. Is the quarterback? He's average. He's not great at. And I think the other kid might have even beat him out. Um, I just think Texas. They beat him forty-seven to seventeen last year. They beat him by thirty. The spread's twenty-one. Now, remember, you're going to have a game with probably no fans in the stands with a high-powered offense with a pretty good quarterback in Bouchelle. I can just see them absolutely pummeling Texas State. So what was your second fraudulent big game? Because the first one is BYU and Navy, and the only reason that any of us are calling it a big game is because it's the only game on, and it's the only one that seems like decent you know, teams going against each other. Uh-huh. But that's – I mean, we're just grasping. What's the second one you said was a big game, Skip? Well – so when I say big, I mean, no, I know what you, mean. <laughs> you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt because there's only 10 games or eight games on the schedule. But the only other game that I was interested in is the game I picked, the Army Middle Tennessee State game. So I think the uh, I think that the uh, the Army game and the Navy game are the uh, the two bigger games of the weekend. Right. But, it, I mean, but if you're putting cash on the game, then that's a big game for you. Well, Never I mean, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget SMU's coming off a ten win season. That's a pretty good season. Well, and then Michelle had a I mean, come on, he rolled it last year. So well, yeah, they've got did. two they've got two of their receivers coming, two of their three receivers coming back. I mean What yeah. are we gonna do all year, Skip? We're gonna bet on good quarterbacks versus against bad, bad teams. teams. That's what well, we're that's, gonna do. We did it last my, year. Dude, it's been my strategy it for years, especially time. especially in week one. And this year, right. unlike other years with all the shenanigans going on, it's even more important. These, now, will teams, will quarterbacks come out, and maybe not this weekend, but uh, next weekend, and they're new, and will few have good game. But overall, you've got to go with what you know these right. first couple of weeks because if right. you don't, you're going to be in a world of hurt. And with these poo games, you know what else we know is – the, some of these coaches are real coaches. You look down the line at some of these and you say, yeah, SMU is not a great school. Memphis, not a huge, big school. Navy, all three of those teams right there are going to be coached the right way, especially Memphis is going to have the high tempo, ready to roll, put up some points, you know, and UAB too. I mean, a lot of these schools, you know, you can trust the coaching. Well, and the thing about Memphis is, yeah, they lost their coach to, to Florida State, but um, the assistant was exactly the coach. So and that's the smart so. thing. They keep it yeah. in house and they continue to roll it. Right. So the change that there's no changes in the system. So exactly. I like um, I like all those plays. I, mean, I think SMU rolls Memphis, Arkansas State. I mean, that's a that's a big number in week one, 73 to get to. But I can see it. And um, I like I said, I like Army and, um, you know, Navy, the only, the only- Navy at home catching a point or two. If you can get that in a tease catching six and a half seven man i really like that the yep. only other game the other game that i would look at because i think they could hammer them because they're really a bad team i don't i'm shocked that it's so low but um 
Southern Miss is laying 14, 14 in a hook to a really bad South Alabama team who lost their 1,000 or 1,100-yard rusher. South Alabama is horrible all over the board. They lost three of their top defense, guys on defense. Yeah. Um, Southern Miss has eight guys back. Abraham threw for almost 4,000 yards last year. He's got two of his top re- uh, receivers back. Now, they started off well. They kind of down the stretch uh, did not play well down the stretch at yep. all. But Abraham, as a senior, if you don't think he's trying to make a practice squad, he's trying to do everything I mean, he he's, can. He's a legit, and, and they like to roll it up tempo at times. They, they might I love put that. An, that's a Thursday night game. They might put a complete ass whooping on. Right, uh, South Alabama, who, who's just not a, who's just not a good team. I'll tell you this: you know I'm going to play it. It's a Thursday night game. Yep. You kidding me? Well, you know the other thing: if you're somebody like you who just likes to roll every game on the board, here's what I think: is that because you you naturally kind of you look for favorites who are just going to you know double the number, like we've talked about. Every team we've talked about's been a favorite for the most part, except for Navy. And once you look at the card and you say, "Damn, I picked eight out of eight or nine out of 16 favorites, I'll just roll the rest of the underdogs. If you don't really feel great about the game, just take the underdog if you're going to roll take it. the dog. And listen, yeah. Murray, Murray, by the way, in his matches, just gassed against Nishikoa or whatever his name oh, is. Dude, he's had like two or three hip surgeries. He's 33. I mean, he's going against a young kid. Hey, let me just tell you this. On Thursday, I'm going to play UAB. Okay? Yes. And I'm going to play Southern Miss, and I'm going to tease him. I'm going to have three plays in those two games. Thursday, yes. I'm going to play Stonewall with your nubs producer. You're coming up here? Yes, and I was hoping you might say, hey, edgy boy, I got the hook for you, but that's all right. I called up let, – let me tell you this story. I called up old Wicomico. They said, man, is this Doug from the Junks? I said, yeah, can I get the horns? They said no. <laughs> <laughs> but I asked. They, they asked me who money. I was. They want that money. <laughs> can, I get the, can I get the hook? They hey, said, Stonewall's nope. supposed to be beautiful, though. My boy's hyping it up a lot. Oh, Stonewall's right across the uh, the lake from RTJ. It's beautiful out there. Drab said he had to almost throw his clubs away playing with Valdez, and uh, uh, I forgot who it was from. Um, oh, Chuck Lee, Chuck Lee. Yeah. From oh, Drab said he was about to retire from golf. Why? They, I guess it was too. They put the heat on him, and you know, me and Drab, we just like to go out there and try to oh, break a hundred. You know why? Because yeah. they a money match. They yeah. Well, dude, if you're barely breaking a hundred, I mean, you'd be butt sized to break a hundred. You don't want to be putting cash on the game. Well, let's play hoops. Well, you know what? if you want to play golf with the with the boys around Northern Virginia, you got to put your cash up. Hey, I can't <laughs> play golf anymore. Do, gamble on golf. Who can't yeah. play golf anymore? Skippy can't play. If you give me my hey, you give me my twenty three stroke handicap, I'll play anytime. Now you know what? I would pummel. I would pummel the edge here in golf, but. When you again, when you lose to a guy who had four strokes with a swinging left arm, and you lose to him from the poopy tees, right? You're out from the tee, not the white tees, the poopy tees. No, not the ladies tees, the ones in front of him. In front of the ladies tees, right? Correct. The handicap tees, dude. He did. He swung that arm and just boop, put it right on the green, right, about right six in the middle, feet. Right, right in the middle. Right in the middle then, 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 it, then, 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 from the middle to about to twelve feet. I mean, the pressure was on me every hole. I said. <laughs> clubs bag gone he's a fly anyway. fisher now yeah a fly fisherman got my yeah, fishing I license you, i can get you hooked up with some clubs i mean they're not going to be critiques but i can get you hooked up with some nice clubs well i will do that again but right now i've become a Left. fly fisherman i've become a fly i got my yeah, fishing you, license he's a fly fisherman have you heard about that do you have to get a left-handed pole for that, or how's that work? What's that guy's name who had the, the fisherman show on ESPN? 
I don't know, but that's what I do now. When you, what does Skippy do? He's a fly fisherman. So I had to cast last week. I had to do it right-handed. First of all, it's hard to do fly because it's not everyone thinks it's easy. It, there's a little art to it, but I, I'm left-handed, and I had to do it right-handed. But it wasn't bad. I, I did good. I'm gonna get my own. I'm gonna get my own pole. I got the license for the year. I'm all in. No, I'm all in. All, all in. in. Can I do the a only. Can I do a refill? Going, yeah, get a go refill. Ahead, He'll go go get ahead and do your refill. Do your refill, and I'll have the edge here start on his thoughts on the NBA playoffs. And when we all get when you get right back, there. you can jump in. Richie. Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, it's been one of the more exciting playoffs. I know some people are kind of like you are kind of a little bit out on it just because, you know, football is coming back and the politics and just everything. Um, but for me, I think it's been really exciting. I'll never gamble the rest of the year on basketball, most likely. because oh. Oh. I just took some of the worst beats of my oh. life. And it's God. just it's so frustrating because I've been so absolutely like Scott and the boys now. I, Can I tell the story now that it's over? Yeah. Yep. So here's the story. Last week we're doing the podcast. And the edge here has a two team party. We'll call it for a grand just to make it simple. It right? was more, but yeah. I know. Well a little bit more. It was it was well, to pull back a total of about four, five. Four, yeah, about we'll call it five G to pull back. He hits the lake two team open parlay. He hits the Lakers the night before. Now Took the I line up. Tell them how pros do it. Listen, listen. I got the plus one twenty five. During odds. doing the math, they're thinking, "How's a two teamer pay that much?" Well, I got plus odds because I took them up well, a few points. What people don't realize is we did two shows last week. We're on. I didn't know what you had done, even though you had already done it. Yep. And I had a bet with you that I said I'll give you Portland plus ten, and you're playing dumb with me and like, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, you had a monster play on the Lakers. You had bumped the line. The up Lakers to- already won, and then the next day yeah. we're watching the Jazz as we're doing. We're watching the, the Jazz. He has to have the Jazz hundred hundred and eleven. They have sixty four in the first in the half. first half. I was working a, until the yeah, first half. You're on an appointment. And you're thinking to yourself, when you could, you're like, what's the score? I said, dude, they had 64 at halftime. This is a lot. We're watching. We're doing the show. How excited did I get? Oh, we needed gosh, 49 we... points in an NBA game. We needed yeah. 49. Think yeah. about that. In one half, we only needed 49. You needed 49. We're counting it as a lock. And as we're doing the no, show. No, no, no. You did. I did. We're, I as we're doing the show, it. though. The I said enter- word for word. You're jinxing it. The energy is going down and down and down with you as we're doing the show because you you take a peek and you'd be like Jesus they've scored two points yeah and in I want to curse you I just want to curse you up and down because you're just the cooler it's the worst Bert, how many times has he done that to you Jason how many times I've, I've done that more to him than he's done to me oh he jinxed as soon as his mouth opened he said sixty three I'm like oh butt size because I didn't like, then as soon as he says oh man this is a winner let's talk about it on the show I'm like dude there it goes what so I what, told Jay. Which I told you, dude. I took, here's what I did. I took the rest of my wad because I got so bitter because I had been on fire. But I just again bad money management with the NBA. Whatever. I gave out fatties to the players. That's what matters. But so I take the Lakers. I raise their total from seven and a half to like eight and a half or nine. I get plus odds with that, and I just put my whole wad on that and another team. It was Wait a the second. Jazz he team to, total. He never know what night it was. It's so, the night. It's the night, Jason. That the last night I, of NBA. No, no it's the night. It's the night, Jason, that I had take that the Lakers were up by forty, and I said I'm taking Portland plus yeah. twenty six points, and oh, they lost God. by twenty. They lost by twenty five. He had, he had the Lakers in that game yeah. minus and then the next and a half day, plus money, right? And that so that one covered, but my whole wad's tied up in that plus odds to pull back like five G's, and so I'm psyched because now 
because I like this game coming up more. The Jazz team total over. They've been averaging 124 a game. They only needed 111. Right. And so I'm on, I'm in on that. That morning, that morning, I didn't tell Skip about the parlay yet. He calls. He's like, man, you see that team total? I'm like, oh, that is not a good sign. So then yeah, I get he gave that one to me too. Right. So then, so long story short, that's the morning. Later on in the day, we got a show Loser. to record. We got a show to record. <laughs> and I'm already feeling bad about it because they've hit over their team total. I look back on it after I placed the bet like eight times. Plus, the cooler over here loved it in the morning. I'm like, damn, that's not a good sign. So then that night, I come back from my appointment, sit down to get on the show. I have no idea what the score is. It's halftime. I'm like, what's the score, Skip? He says 64. We needed 49 points. Right. And got hoard. They went like four minutes and scored two points. Yeah. And they they didn't score another point for two minutes in the third quarter. All I needed was a couple buckets there. I missed it by four, by two buckets. I missed it by two Here, buckets. Here's no, what made it's it. called a bad beat, my friend. It's, it's called, that's beat. why you don't bet over-unders. I tell my friend Skip every day, I'm like, losers bet over-unders because there's no skill really involved. Because when they, when you, let me ask you this, Jason, you played at a high level in basketball. How many times you think to yourself, man, I got to hit this jumper for this over to hit? Never. Uh, I mean, come on, that's different. I know, but it's just one of those things where they don't care about the score. They want to win. I'm sorry, but you got to get lucky to hit a spread, too. You just yeah, got to get lucky either yeah, way. I, I know yeah, overs, are, overs are for losers. That's why I've gone about 64% or better in college basketball for about three now, Speaking years. of, you got game seven tonight with the Jazz and Nuggets. It's dead even. It's a pick em game. Each team totals 109. That game six was unbelievable because – I'd have to uh, take Mitchell, I'd have to take Denver there. I'm serious. Mitchell and Murray, Mitchell and Murray in game six combined for 18 threes. But Murray's on Murray is playing at a different a level. You're you're probably hitting 75% anything with basketball recently. So you're due to lose. So the Jazz is a mortal lock. Oh, geez. Well, you can't talk you can't talk anti-Skippy because I'm not talking anti. High. That that's my point is. He's due to be wrong. He's been I right. I think he's going to win this game. I think. All right, we got to put a little wager on the game. He doesn't love the game. You know who the difference is in that game tonight is Jokic is starting to play. He's hitting a lot of threes, man. Go bear. Rudy can't guard him. I'm just telling you, Murray, Murray and Mitchell will. Murray and Mitchell can cross each other off. Then you've got the kid, the kid who was for the Lakers for Utah, the kid that's a freak show. But you got Harris that came back for Denver. That's big. If 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 some of the role players for Denver just play halfway decent and Jokic does what he's been doing, I think Denver comes back, wins three straight, and I think the Jazz are sick to their stomach because I got news for you. If Mitchell has an off game at all. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. They rely he, on him a lot. They really dude, do. he took he took a lot. Of, he forced in Who that has game. a better chance for a bad game, though, him or Murray? I think I think Mitchell. I think, Mitchell. Because I think Murray is uh, is so underrated. Murray's always under control. He's always under control. Mitchell is so ball. underrated. But he also Murray, can get other guys involved. Like he can get Jokic. He can get Grant involved. Former Damascus Stag, by the way. Oh. He can get Porter involved. You know, yes. there's guys. He uh, there's other weapons, and I think Remember, Utah is kind of a two trick pony at best. Harris Harris is coming back. That was his first game back. He's legit. He's a good defender. He's hard nosed. Plumley's playing his best series he's ever played just from it. He's hustling. I just think Utah had a chance when they were up 3-1 to put the dagger in them. They didn't oh, do so it. There's so much doubt in their minds right now. So, so much, much doubt. doubt. Yeah. And Mitchell, 
And Murray's handle, by the way, is it, Murray's handle is so much better than Mitchell's. And Murray, Murray, I'm telling you, he's playing under control and he's got so much confidence. I just think Denver can get him. And I also like Toronto that starts in about an uh, about 45 minutes. I think Toronto. Oh, I'm glad you're reminding me. I gotta get that in. Minus one and a half. I think they go. So hold on. So you like Toronto to back to to bounce back against Boston? Yeah, I mean, you go down 0-2 to Boston if you're Toronto. I think you're probably done. Uh, you know, they were dominated in the first game. I get it. I can see Toronto getting – Boston hasn't lost yet. They're 5-0 and in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Is that Are they just going to win every game? I mean, um, I well, just no, think – Toronto... they, they just might be better than Toronto. They might be better. Boston's playing well. But I think Toronto bounces back today and, and gets after it. That's just my my pick. Doesn't Boston have a pretty good record against Toronto in the bubble? Yeah, they've beaten them every time they've played them. Yeah, so you're just saying, you're basing it on do theory. It's a do theory game. Not just do theory. I think Toronto is a pretty deep team. They have a lot of guys that can play. They just didn't play well, and Boston has played well, and I get it, but I will not be – it's hard to come back from 2-0 in that bubble. I can promise you that. That is not going to be easy. I just think Boston is – if they're not the best coach team in the bubble in the playoffs, they're certainly in the top two or three, and I just – no, they could be. I like the versatility, and you know they basically have four guards that they play. If you want to include Tatum, I just, I just think the matchups are really bad for Toronto on, um, like Thies against um, Thies against Gasol. I mean, Gasol doesn't really do anything. He just kind of stands out there. And, I mean, what did he do in game one? He had he played twenty six minutes. He had seven point six boards. I mean, so Thies can Thies had fifteen boards, by the way. He can kind of control other aspects of the game and help out. And uh, I don't know. I just think Boston's just got the better lineup. But you might be right on that. It might bounce back. What about um, we can move on to – and this is what you – this is all you, Jason. Maybe you can – the edge here can chime in if he wants. Um, the, the FedEx Cup, who wins it? Um, well – Remember, they changed the scoring uh, rules for this two years ago because they didn't like the fact that if you won the tournament, if you won the tour championship, that you, you weren't guaranteed to win the FedEx Cup, right? So they didn't like the fact there was two different winners. So they changed the scoring. So now Dustin Johnson, who is number one in the FedEx Cup, will start this, the tournament 10 under par. Wow. Okay, so he starts the tournament 10 under par. Second is, is John Rahm. He'll start at eight under par. Third is Justin Thomas at seven under par. And it kind of goes down from there based on where you rank in the <laughs> FedEx Cup. So Crazy. last last on the list, 26 through 30, Cameron Smith, Hovland, Hughes, Champ, and Horschel will all start e- even par. Okay, so they got to make up 10 strokes for four rounds. <laughs> I, don't, I don't love that format at oh, all. Oh, no, it's well, terrible. They, they want to reward guys who have played well to earn their positioning, right? So, uh, so Dustin Johnson's obviously the the overwhelming favorite. He's plus one ninety. One ninety, okay. Yep. But I'll tell you what, Webb Simpson took last week off. All right. Plus a thousand, he is. Yep, he's ten to one. I I I really like Webb here. I'll I'll take a shot on him to win because he's only going to be four strokes back to start. That's easily can be made up over four days. Um. And he's such a great ball striker. He's an unbelievable putter. He's good under pressure. These other guys have been playing. You know, they've been playing back-to-back weeks. DJ, Rom, JT, Morikawa, Berger. All these guys played the last two weeks. Um, 
I like the fact that Webb took the week off, hung out with the family a little bit, probably hit hit the skins a few times with his hot wife, <laughs> and got a little practice in. I would take a chance here on Webb Simpson to win at nine or ten to one. I do like that. Um, but look, you you can't go wrong with any of the guys in the top ten. One, I don't think anybody outside the top ten really will has a shot to win this. I could be wrong, but when you start so many shots back. Like, you know, Roy McIlroy is going to start seven shots back to start the tournament. Yeah. I, I, I think, dude, I think plus 190 odds for DJ to be two shots ahead before they even tee off at all is. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I, well, I think it's, yeah, the odds aren't bad on that. I mean, because you're starting two ahead of Rom, and that's the guy I'd be most worried about. And you just go from there. I think you, DJ two weeks ago was unbelievable, finished 30 under, right? Yeah. And then last week he was dominant. He was really playing well. He was the best ball striker through about 68 holes, 69 holes. And then he really started to leak oil. And you saw him bogey a couple holes, and he, he obviously fell behind and, and couldn't win. But that almost made that putt uh, to match JR, which would have been unbelievable. But I just thought he started to leak a little bit. And um, I just think Webb's a good value at 9 or 10 to 1. Oh, yeah, I like that. Hey, we started off the show just saying, you know, I've only watched golf a few years, and that's obviously other than Tiger at the Masters and when um, uh, Spieth just just pissed the bed at the Masters. That's right. the best thing I've ever seen in golf. What do you – I mean, is that up there for you too? It was. The only thing that was missing was the galleries because if there's galleries – Oh, yeah. Chicago, Olympia Fields, um, that place is going bonkers. I, didn't, I have not thought about that until just now. You're right. Yeah. And a lot of these golfers don't mind it, but, you know, Rory's already talked about it. He really feeds off the crowd, so does Tiger. And Rory's already said, I'm kind of just going through the motions here because you hit a great shot and you're not sure how close it is because in a normal tournament, normal year, you hit a shot to eight feet, you hear the gallery. Yep. Right? That, that's when you know it's a great shot. But now you're not hearing anything, so you don't know if it's eight feet or 28 feet. So, um Certain players really do react to the galleries and the fans, and uh, Rory's one of them. So I would not take Rory in this, but uh, I think Webb Simpson is just business as usual, and all he cares about is making pars and birdies. And I really think that that's a good value, nine to one. Sweet. What about uh, we move to predictions? We'll go to the edge first. MVP. Rookie of the year, NFL. yeah, I think you know we've touched on it. Wow. I, I, I've I've touched on it a little bit already. I'm I'm anxious to hear what Jason says and see wow. if you change your mind about anything, Skip. But uh, I'm taking my main guy for the MVP is golf plus five thousand, Jared Golf, um, and then for rookie of the year, J.K. Dobbins plus twenty five hundred. My only play that I absolutely think is a mortal absolute lock is the Cowboys to win the NFC East. The odds on that are crazy. They're only you're only laying 110, which is just with the, the the Eagles offensive line issues. You know, it's creeping up now to 117. But with the Eagles offensive line issues, I think that's going to be significant all year. Um, and, you know, I mean, golf, is he a long shot? Yeah, that's why I'm doing it. I mean, plus 5,000, I think I think he has the best long shot odds to really do something with Cooper Cup and his receivers coming back in the way that his coach likes to roll it. So, just I think to golf. See what hey, you were thinking. Well, here's what I'm thinking. I think golf's a big pile of dog. I know poop. you. I know. It's piles of poop. Yeah. And I think McPeevy blows too. Um, MVP rookie of the year. I can see the kid from Baltimore. 
uh, Dobbins. Yeah. I like Dobbins. I think that's a good value there. I think they'll use him correctly. MVP, I'm going to go with um, Tom Brady. Really? Yep. Hmm. I think he's going to have an unbelievable – I think they're just going to have an unbelievable year. I think Bobby Brady has a better shot at winning MVP. He, he probably does, but I just get nice. I just get size for Tampa this Brady, year. I think they're going to have a good year. Brady, Mike Brady, I think they got a better shot. That's good. I, I think Russell Wilson's going to win the MVP. Now, I know it's not a um, a long shot. I can see why you would take a long shot. But, I mean, he's, I don't know, maybe 6-1, to 7-1. One, to one. Um, I just think that um, – I, I think that he's going to win this. I, I look at all the other guys. I mean, I guess Mahomes and Lamar are the odds-on favorite, but – I mean, is yeah. Lamar, Lamar going to back that season up again with another great season? I can't imagine he will. Yeah, I mean, Brady's actually fourth at plus 2,000. The other guys you mentioned are right around plus six to plus four, depending where you look. But they're, you're, you're three guys right there, Wilson, Jackson, and Mahomes are the three favorites. If, yeah. if, Brady, if Brady takes Tampa to the Super Bowl or to the NFC Championship, just has a crazy good year, is there a shot that he gets it or no? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. If you think I won't have $100 on Zeke to win it at plus $10,000, you are crazy because I will. Because out of everybody else that I've seen on the list, as far as not a quarterback, Zeke is by far the best odds. Um, just look at the odds right now. Mahomes, obviously, the favorite. Lamar, I get to see Lamar get hurt this year because he's, you know, he's going to run. He's yeah, but why is Barkley plus 5,000 and Zeke's plus 10,000? It doesn't make sense because if Zeke and the Cowboys match you know, maximize their expectations and Zeke runs for 1,700 yards and we're a rushing offense and he scores, you know, 15 to 20 touchdowns, he could easily win the MVP in that scenario. Are you asking why he's there? Yeah, well, because, I mean, to me, if Barkley's plus 5,000 and Zeke's plus 10, you're, you know, for Barkley to win MVP, he better be completely outstanding or a combination of outstanding and the Giants do well. And I don't think the Giants are going to do well. I think the Cowboys will do well. Well, the reason that those guys are long odds is because the history of the league is quarterbacks winning. Well, yeah, yeah. I just meant there's no reason for him to be double, you know, as far as when you're, you're looking at it. Yeah. Right, I get you. Yeah. I, I can see why the uh, the running backs are so far down the list because quarterbacks always win it. But um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. That's a good question. I just 50 bucks to win five Gs on Zeke, and you – oh, I would love that sweat. Well, that's take it. Oh, I will. I'm just saying that I don't know why you would put money on Barkley and think that not only is he going to go for two thousand yards, but the Giants are going to be in contention. I don't. I'm not well, high on Daniel Jones. Well, Barkley's a better player. Oh yeah, for sure, for well, sure. Right. I mean, the Giants aren't going to be. They'll probably be a six to eight win team. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I'm going to give you a little. I don't know if it's a, a long shot at rookie of the year, but Jonathan Taylor. Oh, I love that dude. Cole. I just, you know, they got him in the second round. I think it's kind of a steal to get him in the second round, Skippy. Uh, he, he won me a lot of money in co at college in Wisconsin. But, um, you know, they got Marlon Mack, and they got – that's pretty much all they got. I can see him kind of being the workhorse there, and I can see him putting up some serious numbers, man. And the fact that they got Rivers now, all right, so I don't think Rivers is great. He was terrible last year, right? Um but he at least gives you the threat of throwing downfield, which kind of opens up everything for Taylor. I just think Taylor could put up some numbers. So and, and, and Colts have a good offensive line. So, yeah, yeah. 
And they're going to have to, you know, we don't, we know Philip Rivers, if, if they'll, they'll pull the plug on him as far as making stupid mistakes early, because the Colts have the type of team that should definitely be making the playoffs this year. Uh, I would think so. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens with Rivers because Rivers was really bad. Now, maybe now he gets with Reich and he, he's much better and he's got some weapons, but man, how many times did he lose games for them last year? Cause just throwing dumb freaking passes. Just all yeah, I mean, well, exactly. Well, and, and, and his coach, the kid, who is it? Who is it? Sandy, Anthony Lynn. Yeah. Who's the coach. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the worst. In yeah, the game. I, mean, I, I like, I like him as a person. Cause I think he's be a fun coach to play for. But he's just makes some of the worst in-game just coaching decisions right. of right. all to- of all time that I've ever seen in the NFL. No, that's right. You're right. Just, uh, <laughs> he does. He did last year. He probably well, lost four or five games for him. We haven't talked about this. So these dome teams that really feed off of the inside energy of these of the crowds, you know, and even Dallas, it's not really inside, but they feed off that inside that that bottled noise from the crowds. I, I'm. I don't know how much of an advantage offenses or defenses have at home against offenses. So I think the more explosive offenses are really going to go to work because they're not going to be affected by the crowd noise on the road. Well, and like we talked about earlier, you and I, before the edge showed up, we were talking about how I think it's going to be almost a practice in many games. And I know they can pump noise in all they want, but that's a, I think, the emotion that defensive players get, we've seen it all last year. They all go to the end zone. They all get the emotion that they get from the actual seeing the fans go crazy and not having that. I think it could make it very challenging when you're on the outside to guard these receivers and stop these offenses. So it's going to be very interesting how this plays out. But we're going to know next Thursday because they kick off next Thursday. So I, I think we're good, man. I, I think we wrap it. I think we've covered everything. We're about 55 minutes into this. I think we're good. So we got a game starting in exactly 28 minutes in the NBA, Boston, Toronto. You want me to take Toronto and lay the two, huh? Take Toronto, lay the two, and holler at me in the morning. Are you guaranteeing me the money back like you guys do with all your players? Um, this would not be, it's called the fatty payback plan. This is not part of that plan. Not, not, okay. All right. No. Chicago was last night though, in the WNBA, they only, they were given seven. They only won by like 25. So oh, that's called, crazy. that's called a fatty payback. Right, before plan. we go, there's three games in the WNBA. Uh, Connecticut's playing New York, uh, Indiana, Atlanta, Phoenix, and LV, the aces. I love, I think the sun um, I'm going to play the Sun and the Aces money line parlay. It doesn't pay me a ton, but what do you like in that first game? Sun Liberty, 11 and a half, 156 and a half. <laughs> so it's a lot of points for Connecticut to lay because they can go into lulls, and New York has played better lately, although they played like poo-poo on Saturday for me. Right. I don't really like that game. The game I would go with is I'd probably go over in the Indiana-Atlanta game, 166. Okay. All right. Now Indiana, Indiana's playing on a back-to-back, but they're due. Indiana's due to have a good offensive game. You are the and, WNBA expert. Just want to let everyone know that. Correct. I pick fatties. Look, well, there's do you Jason. Do what your record is in the WNBA this year? It's a lot of wins and then not that many losses. I mean, I got to think you're about eighty percent. No, I'm not eighty because I've had a couple runs, I, but I'm I'm well over. I'm probably right around my 65 percent. Yeah, it's hard well, to go. Yeah. Eight. You're not allowed to bet on the Liberty the rest of the year, right? They're that bad. 
they're really, really bad and they're young and without, without, an, yeah, without Inescu, they're, they, they got no shot. Sabrina Inescu is going to be the best yeah. player in the WNBA for years. She, she got yeah, she's hurt. Going to be, she will be sick here in a very short. She, got hurt. she might be the best WNBA player ever when it all comes, comes down to it. At the end of the Damn. Season. She's going to be good. The game, the game tonight, I, I can see that Las Vegas Aces actually pummeling the sun or Phoenix tonight. Yeah. Uh, the Mercury, because I think Griner's still out dealing with her fantastic issues, whatever she's dealing with. <laughs> but I think the Aces are probably, I think the Aces to me, Aces in Seattle and the Aces beat Seattle. I think the Aces might be the best team when they're healthy and playing well right. um, over Seattle. So I like them to pummel. This, uh, Let me give you one baseball play, even though, you know, I don't even know when this podcast is released. Is this going to be before games or is it going to be released tomorrow? No, it'll be tonight. Okay. Later tonight. Well, so it doesn't really matter, but Atlanta, Boston over nine and a half. I love it tonight at Fenway because Ryan Weber is pitching for Boston and he's terrible. <laughs> I think Atlanta will roll up six or seven runs themselves, if not cover the entire nine and a half, but, um, I like that game. Plus, we already talked about the NBA game. And uh, all right, I'm going to do those WNBA numbers. Do them, do them. And people, the fatty payback is back starting next week. So we're good. We're going to wrap it till next week. Peace. Follow Big Fat Winner on Twitter and visit BigFatWinnersLive.com to keep up with the boys. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast app. Give it to me, Skip! Have you heard of Anchor? It's the host we use for Big Fat Winners. It's the easiest way to create a podcast, and it's free. Anchor helps you create the podcast, distribute it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast apps. It's everything you need to start a podcast. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.